This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the field. It go down. It go down in the field. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to the Pants Cast, brought to you by Lululemon, a show about all things pants. My guest is Matt James, former NCAA player and Lululemon ABC pant enthusiast. Hi, great to be here. Matt, tell us all about those ABC pants. The comfort? They're like the pants I put on when I don't want to wear pants. Versatility? You could wear these pants to a wedding, but you could also wear these to a cookout. And what about style? They're like if casual and cool had a baby. Well, it's clear why you're an ABC enthusiast. Pleasure having you and your pants on the show. Thanks for having us. Find the shockingly comfortable ABC pants at lululemon.com. And welcome back to the YouTube Rangers Rabble live show. Feels like I've already been ages since I've said that. Um, it's very impromptu. As you can see, not hardly any of us are set up properly. Just had to jump on as, as quick as we could. Of course, we have some breaking news. And that is that Douglas Park has officially stood down as Rangers chairman with John Bennett uh, moving into that role, basically, for, as far as we can tell, the foreseeable future. Um, I'm joined by Stuart, Kerr and Graham. We've had a few internet issues already, so there may be a delay with some of the guys' answers, but hopefully all will go all right and we'll just crack on and hopefully um, unpack some of this uh, some of this breaking news. So the official news was that Douglas Park, uh, who has been chairman of Rangers International Football Club, RIFC, for three years has decided to step down from his role the board unanimously agreed to install the current vice chairman, John Bennett, as the club's new chairman. And Douglas Park said, it's been a great honour to serve as club uh, to the serve the club as a director and chairman. During my eight years in office, we endured extraordinary pressures. I'm glad we've stabilised and strengthened the club. And it's now time for me to hand over the baton to a new chairman for the next stage in the club's development. I look forward to continuing to attend matches, supporting the team. And I wish John and all at Rangers, the very best. And John Bennett said, on behalf of my colleagues and indeed the entire Rangers family, I want to sincerely thank Douglas for his eight years of service. Over the last three years, he led the club during exceptionally challenging times. It's a source of great comfort that Douglas, although no longer a board member, will be by our side to support us in our relentless pursuit of success. 
Now, I guess I'll start with you, Stuart. What do you make of the whole thing to start with? Um, we, we also have to take into account that the current accounts that should have been released at the 31st of March are, are overdue. Um, this is not unusual for, for businesses. Businesses do go past the, the date they should release their accounts. Um, but just, you know, there's there's been a lot of talk of finances. I think we all sort of bear some old scars. So anytime anything happens at board level, it's a little bit worrying. Um, but what have you made of today's news? Yeah, look, I, I, I think you're spot on. I think there is a history kind of catches up with us a wee bit here. So when you you know you start hearing things about share issues, um, late accounts, and now this, then I do say that there will be um, some Rangers fans who that will make them nervous. There will be certainly people from the other side of the city who will be telling you X, Y, and Z about you know what that potentially means for the for the club. So I think in, in terms of Douglas Park. I think you have to um, probably take a step back and probably offer thanks to him for his service. You know, he came in at a troublesome time for the club in terms of, you know, having to um, deal with legacy issues, um, I would say that. Um, He's clearly put in a lot of money into the football club over his his time. Um, I sometimes feel his support. We 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 kind of forget that you know the, these guys are the ones who are continually going into their into their pocket and 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 and, and stumping up the cash. Um, has he made mistakes? Yeah, uh, I, I I think he has. Um, I think a Rangers chairman should be more visible. Um, certainly, probably more vocal. Um, I think that's what you need as the chairman. Of, of Rangers I think you have to be out there uh, front and centre I think John Bennett potentially is more likely to do that he is the one that you know if RTV have ever done an interview it's been John Bennett that's done it it's not been been Douglas Park that's been done it so um, I think overall yeah I it goes with my best wishes and my my thanks for for what he's done over his time um, and yeah, now it's it, it's let's see what will will John Bennett do anything slightly different? Well, you know we don't know. Obviously, this is just broken. Don't know if it was really expected. Um, so, um, you know, but yeah, it goes with my thanks. I would say. Yeah, yeah, it's a fair point, Kay. I mean, listen, it's it's very hard to speculate because we don't know. It, it's always the timing with us. I find is is always the tough one. You know, we, we've. Right, see you later, Kay. It was really good talking to you, actually, mate. Um, really enjoyed that. So, right, Graham, then I'll come to you. Um, <coughs> it is always hard with the timing with Rangers. Obviously, there's been the share issue very recently. Uh, finances are always um, being talked about, especially with the, the, the sort of gap that we've got to try and close, um, especially in the summer. The money we're going to have to spend and the players, obviously, we're going to have to get ones off the book we talked about before. Um, but I just wanted to sort of flag this point that CGM's made. Um, as weeks go, it's a fairly big one. We've got them on Saturday. Surely we don't need an instruction. Could this waited four or five days until after the old firm and, and left? Or would it have been a problem that if we lost, it looked like we were in real big trouble that, that he leaves after a lot? Not that we will lose, but is there any good time to do this at all? I don't think there's a really good time. But when you, what you said, you had the share issue and the late accounts and then him leaving. 
and then you've got the old firm obviously at the weekend. Four things is a bit much for the, the club to kind of go through in the one week. I'd rather it was maybe left it with like one every week or something like that, and then you can kind of say it well, it's set a wee bit, read it, and, uh, learn from it and stuff like that. But uh, it's, it's a tough one. Uh, it wasn't expected, obviously. And, and I've actually just found it for you guys that the accounts were late. I didn't really realise that. So uh, I've got that to kind of take on board to look into later on, probably. But uh, it's a wee bit worrying. But what Stuart said there as well, like, you need to, you need to give thanks to these guys. They came in, they, they took the club where the state we were in, and they've gave us the league title, they've gave us this, the Scottish Cup, and some of the greatest nights we've had in our lifetimes uh, in Europe. So you just need to say thanks, and hopefully you step down for the right reasons. And maybe John Bennett, as Stuart said, I think he's a wee bit more vocal, and I think he, he maybe be a lot better if there was like a confrontation, uh, maybe stand up for the club a wee bit better. So hopefully uh, we can maybe go forward from that and. Uh, take us to the next, the next stage. Yeah, yeah, can't argue with that. Um, DK has said, why are we shooting shares again? Cash flow problems, where's the 40 million we got? So, it's got, I mean, there's a few things on back there. Um, the, the money for Bassi, Rebo, Patterson, that, I mean, the majority of that would go into the, the accounts that are currently overdue. Um, but transfer fees are, are always paid in instalments, uh, especially large transfer fees. So, it, we wouldn't have all of that money up front. It would come in over time. Um, and the issuing shares again we don't actually so with with the shares we issue we, we can't actually tell if they're fresh shares or if they're um loans that are being converted in equity basically so it's i think you know, on that actually i think there's i think some people are saying i think john bennett may have been paid his his loan he he's now getting some of that back some of the the rest of it looks as if it is cash that's coming coming in into the okay the club that's that's kind of roughly what they're saying and yeah, it, you're absolutely spot on. There is that kind of element, you know, yeah, we've got transfer fees coming in due to us, um, but you're right, it'll be instalments just in the same way that we would have to pay out transfer fees and some of that will be instalments. But there are other things that are going on in the club. There are other projects, you know, we've got the kind of new disabled facilities that we're, we're doing. We've got a museum that's, that's still ongoing. So a, a club constantly needs money and you know I'd, from what I've heard it's not that this was just suddenly we need 1.7 million this was actually potentially planned um, there was an agreement in place that these guys would be putting in the money at this time um, I think that's one of the reasons that there was a resolution at the AGM to allow the board to issue more shares because they already knew that some of this was was going to be happening. So, you know, none of us are in, in the know as such, but I think we just maybe let's hopefully not panic too much. I mean, I think if the club were in real problems or anything like that, then, you know, there's, there's other ways that you would potentially be raising money rather than, and it, I think you would probably need more than 1.7 million. So it, it's maybe just like I say, there's there's other projects that need to that need money um, and and need to be paid for. Yeah, yeah, and I think dude was basically nailed that on the head with exactly what you're saying there. Stuart. It was talked about the AGM, like Stuart said. Um, so so we believe that the shares themselves were potentially something that that was planned. It was, but as always with ranges and shares, you you never know if it is loans converted if it is fresh shares it's very very hard to tell just from the share issue itself so 
that's not the thing that I think. I think it's just when it all comes together, Graham, at once, and you know, the, a share issue, um, overdue accounts, and your chairman stepping down. It's. I think it's just all a, a sense of we all get a bit worried because of what's happened before, and and no one wants to go back there. But we've also got to remember that apparently what the board are telling Michael Beale is that he's going to get a decent budget this summer. So you'd hope that, you know, the, the positivity that's coming out of the club in that sense means the finances are OK um, and, and we are, you know, everything's going to be fine going forward. It's it's not as bad as it may seem right now. Yeah, the only worry, I've, I've said it a couple of times, uh, my worry is not really for the end of this year or the start of next season, it's the next again year, especially if we don't prepare properly for these Euro qualifiers. Because we've done all the hard work to get this Champions League spot and we've not taken advantage of it. That's because the board, have, in my opinion, where this is where they've made mistakes. They've not built on uh, the success and we never got the guaranteed spots for Champions League because we never won the league last year. And it's, it's going to be a miracle that Marvin Andrews says, keep believing, but uh, to, take, to win this year. So we've gave away basically all that money straight away to them and we've had to work hard and we need to prepare. That's why this summer is vitally important that the transfers that Michael Beale wants, he's not just all of them, but the ones that he's going to see, they're key members of my squad. They need to be in straight away, especially it'll give the fans a wee bit more ease that uh, there's no kind of issues behind the, behind the scenes if we do that properly. And then we know we're good. The next again year we'll have money coming in through European football. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and Stuart's already mentioned that instalments, you know, we're, we're still going to be receiving money through. Um, payments and, and we're going to be paying out we've also long term got to think about New Evanston House it, it was a big it was over budget and, and it was a it was a big outlay but long term that will generate revenue for the club and and I think it was Scotty in our actual chat was saying you know that's that's a 12 month revenue generator not a nine month revenue generator like the football is so long term I think the club are putting in steps to be self-sufficient and and it's all good news. It's just getting there. And, and I think it probably is a five to 10 year plan. Even now, I know it was a five year plan for it's probably another five, 10 year plan to, to really get to where we want to go. Um, but I, I want to take, I did ask Graham this, Stuart, with CGM's raising it again. What are you, what's your opinion on this thing? Just in the timing of the announcement itself, would you have preferred it to been after the old firm or, or do you think that that just isn't a good time to announce it? Um, so I, I need to check in what the legalities of it all are because I dare say, you know, there's there will have to be steps taken before the chairman of an organisation like Rangers can just can just step down. You know, so there will have to have been work done in the background. Yeah, look, ideally, I mean, to me, should this have an impact on the 11 players that take to the field on Saturday? No. You know, I don't. I don't think that 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 should have an impact on that. I don't think it should have a, an impact on um, an impact on Michael Beale and and how he prepares for the game. I'm sure he's been brought up to the speed with it. I'm sure he's got a, a decent relationship with Douglas Park, but I'm sure he's probably got a decent relationship with with, with John Bennett. You know, they've been there for a while. They've been part of the process of appointing. Um, these people, um, Michael Beale, on two occasions now. So, um, you know, I, 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 there is there probably isn't a good time. Maybe during the the, the, the summer or something like that. Then that's maybe I, ideal. But I, I don't think it should really have 
to me personally, I don't think it, it takes any focus away from from what's going to happen in, on Saturday lunchtime. Yeah, yeah, Graham. I mean, in in terms of timing, it is Tuesday. Um, you know that there there is hopefully now enough time that, that the club can get this out of the system because there's obviously going to be speculation for for a day or two, and then hopefully by Friday it's back to normal, and then Saturday it's it's game day, and, and everyone's going to just be right on it. Yeah, I totally agree with Stuart said that stuff like in, uh, involving the club, like finances or behind the scenes stuff like that, shouldn't really affect the players on game day or through training. Because uh, that's what they're paid to do, basically. They're good to focus on the game. So that's what you expect to be be professional and go there and try and do the job. Uh, so, it, like you say, it's not perfect time, especially with other things added on, but even something that could be considered, they might be going through our health or something like that as well. And he's just decided to take a step back. Like, it's stuff like this. It feels speculation. I wish the club would just come out and say, like, this is the reasons. Obviously, sometimes you can't do that, but it just makes the world a better place <laughs> if you explain it from the one go. It stops all speculation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Greg is just saying this, this, <laughs> these decisions are made uh, as they're all business people, not footballing people. Dates, big occasions, etc. Doesn't matter to them. I mean, it's, it's a fair point. It, you know, maybe some of these don't actually consider. Um, you know what, what's happening with us? What's Heaven's uh, problem? Stuart, I'm blaming you doing this pod for ordering Domino's. <laughs> I'm actually going to go and order something myself after this as well. So I'm, I'm blaming myself for that. Um, uh, there was one more. So I think it's fun a few sort of points because I say it's, it's very hard to talk about something we don't know too much about. Uh, we just wanted to jump on and, and and sort of discuss as much as we could. But DK is saying, Stuart, that New Everton House is an 11 million white elephant. It's never going to make a profit. I mean, it's, it's hard to to sort of envisage if it, it you know it's we can't actually just speculate right now and say it definitely will or it definitely won't but i think with the plans they've got for it um obviously the museum's still there to go um the prices are, are quite high but they're they seeming to if people were uh, buying lots from, from what i'm hearing and then the gigs you know the gigs have so far gone down really well i think long term it can make a profit it's just it's not going to be a short-term project it's going to be a long-term project so I went in after after the game on Saturday and watched the Chelsea game. The screen is absolutely brilliant. It's one of the best actually screens of that size I've ever seen. You know, the quality of, of you know what you're watching and stuff like that. Uh, the prices for a pint are comparable for you know if you're going for a beer in the in the city centre. Um, they're doing you know the the old firm game. They're going to have people in watching that. They've got the gigs. I've always found that a bit strange that Bisgrove seems to get quite a bit of stick from Rangers fans, but I I don't think he's really came up short with anything that he's predicted. He's, you know, he's set the targets in terms of what he wants to bring in commercially. He's actually exceeded them so far. He's saying that he believes Edmondston House will bring in one million profit for Rangers. Now, that's not to say that that'll be straight away. It will need a bit of time to, to build up. but. You know, I, I'm I'm prepared to take him on his word so far because he hasn't actually been that wrong with anything else that, that he said. And yeah, when you add in the museum, I mean, I, I I know personally, I'll go to that, but then I'll be back at it a few weeks later because you know there'll be that much stuff in it. So that that'll be a, a money spinner all all year round um, for 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 Rangers. 
uh, with the shop and stuff like that, if you're going to put a bar in as well, uh, where the club shop is now, you know, so, I, yeah, look, let's let's give them a chance there. It's something that we've been crying out for as a fan base, somewhere that you can go to either before the game, after the game, and, and I'd rather give my money to Rangers than, say, uh, a city centre pub, for example, or a pub down uh, Paisley Road West. So, um, Sometimes I think we're a wee bit too critical of things which are actually really good um, for the club, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I'll definitely, next time I'm up, I'll be emptying it of any of the Minabrea they've got on tap. So it's a winner for for me just for that. Um, We're going to leave it there. I mean, as I say, it was a really, really impromptu. We just happened to be jumping on to record uh, the EPL pod for the Patreon. Um, So if you haven't checked out the Patreon yet, We'll, we'll ch- I'm sure Martin will chuck a link somewhere in the description. Go over, check it out. You get so many extra shows and you can listen to them all audio only if you prefer that. You don't get to see all our ugly faces all the time like you do on the live shows. Uh, we, we do still have the live shows and we do still have the others, but we, we also have loads of extra content like the Getting to Know Use, the Best Elevens, um, Legend Series. There's plenty to, to get into, so the Patreon can be worth it if you so choose. If not, you're happy to, to be on YouTube and, and witness some of the free shows, that's absolutely fine as well. But we'll leave it there. Thanks very much, Graham and Stuart, for joining me. Um, hopefully, we've no probably problem. not put you at ease to be honest because we, we don't really know anything about it ourselves, but hopefully, we've, we've expanded on it a little bit for you to, to get by. Um, there will be a release tonight on the Patreon if you are a patron. Um, I think it will be a best 11, but I will double check with Martin. Um, just to replace the EPL show that we're probably going to have to record after. So we'll uh, we'll get to that straight away. But until next time, guys, thank you very much for joining us and we'll see you very soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.